Welcome back to Public Health Plus, the show after the show. I'm Cass. And I'm MJ. So today's bonus episode, we're going to be talking about COVID rapid tests, at-home tests, how you can get them, all those kinds of things. Prior to the holidays, um, (laughs) folks may have had a little bit easier time finding rapid tests that you could order online. I don't know about you, MJ, but it's been really challenging to find rapid tests that you can have at home. Have you had any trouble finding them? So, yes. And well, that's not accurate because I didn't attempt to find them. So, but I I definitely (laughs) know that. So, it's not like I personally had difficulty finding them because I never tried to find them. But I definitely heard uh, a lot of friends who unfortunately caught COVID around the holidays. And what do you do when you get COVID? You're supposed to test frequently to figure out what stage of the quarantine you're in. And they were having a lot of trouble finding tests or just signing up for tests. Like if they would sign up for a place and then they, they're like, oh, sorry, we ran out of tests. Or they would say, I have an 8 a.m. appointment. It's like, oh, actually you don't. And then, or is there something, something, some snafu like that? Well, I, right. So I think that there's two different issues at play, right? So there is scheduling an appointment with a provider to get a test, which could be a rapid test. It could be PCR, you know, different places are doing different things. But then there's getting the test kits that you can have at home and use for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I think both have been an issue. When I was in Seattle over the new year, mm-hmm. you couldn't find them anywhere. Stores were out, you know, they had signs on the doors saying we don't have tests, like don't even bother coming Which in. Which is so weird because like a month ago, I could still see them in pharmacies. Right. Well, that was before the holidays, right. right? So it got a little bit bad, I think, around Thanksgiving when people started traveling. But with the Christmas and New Year surges around the holidays, it was impossible to get tests anywhere. I knew that I was going to be flying over to Seattle to see my dad Mm. to help him with some recovery. And so I ordered in advance some COVID tests to be delivered to his house. Even though I ordered them before Christmas, they didn't show up until like the 8th of January or something. Like they took a really long time. Which is good. (laughs) They did show up. But thankfully, my family had some on hand so I could test, you know, because I'd been on the airplane, whatever. But they're really hard to get. And I think one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this today is if folks haven't heard, you should go out and order them. COVIDtest.gov, you can get four free tests from the federal government. The Biden administration is providing per them. household, to be clear. Yes, yeah. per residential address, which one thing that really jumped out to me, thinking back to our conversations in the difference between equity and equality, right? Equality meaning everyone gets the same thing, equity being everybody gets what they need. Mm-hmm. Which what we have right now is equality in that sense, right? Correct, right. Every residential address gets four, regardless of how many people who live there. So if one person lives there, you get four. If eight people live there, you get four. And, you know. <laughs> so it's it's a little bit of a frustrating thing. But anyway, putting that aside for a moment, you can get them for free. They'll get shipped to your house sometime, <laughs> sometime. at the end of January. <laughs> right. They'll start shipping. It's not clear exactly when, but the Biden administration has ordered a lot of these tests. Yeah, we don't know when you'll get them, unfortunately, folks. But right. hopefully you get them eventually. Right. We don't know. But I think the important thing, you know, having these tests on hand are good for a couple of reasons. Oh, definitely. So if you are symptomatic, you can do a rapid test on yourself, right? At least to they're not perfect, but it's better than just saying, oh, it's probably just a cold, right? And then potentially exposing people to things. If you're anticipating seeing vulnerable family members or friends, you know, if you can limit your activities for a few days in advance and take a rapid test and be negative, that can help everybody feel a little bit more comfortable. So it's not just about access when you're sick, you know, and there are lots of ways to get tested when you have symptoms, but having these rapid tests 
when you have symptoms can also limit the strain on the healthcare system. Yes, yeah. We're hearing about all these people who are hospitalized, urgent care centers that are crammed. We talked in a prior episode about when I broke my hand, I couldn't get in right away yeah, yeah. to, you know, get x-rayed and whatnot. But also just you can be asymptomatic. And if you're going to see people who are high risk, it's important masking and testing and distance and all of these things are important. Dr. Lena Wen, who's currently writing for The Washington Post, is like, you need two out of three things, right? You need distancing, masking or testing. If you can have all three, great, but at least two, right? And so if you can test and, and mask and that, that can help minimize people who are at greater risk. Not mini- I just said minimize people who are at greater risk. That's not what I meant to say. You want to rephrase it? Yeah. I meant minimize risk for people who are, you know, sort of have health One issues or, or <laughs> at greater risk. Wow. Okay. Okay. More coffee. <laughs> Another good time would be if you either before you're about to travel or after you travel or before you're, well, we don't recommend that you attend a crowded event, but you know, if you so inclined uh, before and after a, a event, So actually, my girlfriend, she's a physician. She actually has a slightly different take. And I want to see what your perspective is. So I traveled over the holidays, right, obviously, and I came back and then my aunt was very gracious. And as a Christmas present, almost, she gave us four COVID rapid tests as a Christmas present, which is... It's a hilarious Christmas present. It, it wasn't like a Christmas Christmas, but it was a present, right? No, I, I know. <laughs> but, but it's just hilarious. like in yeah. the context of COVID, like, and these things are they're hard to come by. Yeah, yeah, and hard to come by. So it's, I would really appreciate it. So I have four tests sitting at home and my original plan was to, well, you know, after I travel, there were going to be some overlap before Angela comes back from her travels. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should get tested. And Angela was like, well, are you symptomatic? And I was like, well, no. And she's like, well, then there's no there's no need to test. And then I think her perspective is these resources are scarce. And her take, I don't know if this is just like the take that most physicians at Hopkins have, but her take is unless you're symptomatic, there's no need to test, which I, you know, it's... it's I mean, I can know. understand the argument from a scarce resource perspective. These are a very scarce resource. But from a public health perspective... We know that people can be asymptomatic positives. We know that you can start spreading COVID before you are symptomatic. So let's say you did become symptomatic, right? With Omicron, you're contagious a day or two before symptoms start showing. And so thinking about a population health perspective, I would argue that we don't want to overtest, right? right? Like you don't want to waste tests if there's no reason. But having just traveled, like that to me is a, a good reason to test. Maybe, you know, maybe not the day you get home, right? But a few days, a couple of days later when you might have sort of been developing antibodies or, you know, whatever. I think the other important thing, like we're very lucky being Hopkins employees because we can get asymptomatic testing pretty much whenever we want. We can schedule it. We can walk in. We spit in a tube, which is far more enjoyable than uh, swab up your nose. Yeah. It goes really, really far up your nose if you haven't had a test already. Well, they've realized, I think, that you don't have to go quite so far up. So when I was tested back in November 2021, before the surgery for my dad, I mean, they went up all the (laughs) way for 15 seconds. Did they wiggle? Slamming the back of my sinuses in and out, in and out. And I'm like gagging. My eyes are watering. Then they went up the other nostril. And then I'm expected to drive away because this is a (laughs) drive-through thing. Anyway, putting that aside for a moment. Yeah, you do start to cry. You know, we we have the capacity to schedule an asymptomatic test. In our situation, I would probably say, well, if you're concerned and you don't have symptoms and you want to be safe, get an asymptomatic test through, through our employer. But for folks who don't have that resource, 
and you've been engaged in a high risk activity or higher risk activity like travel, you know, I wouldn't. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. I don't think it's a terrible idea to get a yeah. test. I mean, this is one of the talking points that I want to have with you, which is it's, it's the same thing with the FDA thing. Like too much regulations, people are unhappy. Too little regulations, people are unhappy. Well, like what's a good policy for testing? Like is too much testing, people are unhappy. They say you're wasting resources. Too little testing, obviously things spread if there's too little testing. And it's I don't know. I, I don't know what would be the, the middle ground, the perfect balance between those two. Well, what's funny, so I was talking with some friends yesterday. They went to New York this past weekend and everywhere you went, you had to show proof of vaccination or you had to have a negative rapid test. So there were rapid tests like... Oh, wow. Is New York that good? Okay. Everywhere you looked. Everywhere. They went to a show. I think they went to a Broadway show, whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter which one. You know, everybody's masked Mm -hmm. and you're having to show your vaccination status or get a test. And so they were talking about how when they were walking in, there was a mom with Mm -hmm. a little kid too young to be vaccinated over in the corner. And the mom is doing a rapid test on the kid to show that it was negative before they could go into the show. And this is the expectation is if you are not vaccinated and you want to be in a public Mm -hmm. place, you will take a rapid test. Again, they're not perfect, but it's better than nothing. You'll take a rapid test before you're allowed in, which we may have talked about this before. Like if you don't want to be vaccinated and you want to stay at home and not engage in any activities, okay, fine. Like that you're really, it's your right, your body. You're really not impacting anybody else. As soon as you set foot outside of your house, it's no longer your right, your body, because you are now exposing other people to risks. It's like drinking. You want to drink? You want to get totally you know, whatever, blackout drunk, like not a great life choice. But if you want to do that, you do you. That's fine. You do that in your home. As soon as you get behind the wheel of a car or you're out in public and exposing people to, you know, potential violence or whatever might happen, like that's no longer, you know, your personal choice kind of thing, which also side note, we're going to have a Joanne Rosen on the show in the future. We're going to talk about abortion rights and things. It seems to me. Oh, here we go. Spicy. Let's go. You know, visual inspection (laughs) of who's making these arguments. That the people who are saying, my body, my choice, you can't vaccinate me, you can't tell me what to do, you can't require me to do this, are the same who say that women can't get an abortion. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. These are the same people. Oh, no, you can't tell me what to do with my body, but it's perfectly fine for me to tell you what to do with yours. No, the world should not work that way. It does, unfortunately, but it should not. Okay, Putting a little sour, yeah, cream sour cream on. Drink some whole milk. Got a little spicy. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's 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 good. I just it pisses me off. It pisses me off. It MJ. pisses me off too. And I think it's. I mean, we could we we will do an entire episode on it because it's it's in the works. But it's very frustrating how the concept that if you are sharing a public space or if you're in the public sphere, your decisions are no longer just about you. Like your decision is about everyone. Exactly. And then uh, it's hard for people to grasp that. I don't know why, but that's that, that's that's what it is, I guess. You know, a lot of people, okay, maybe they don't like the politics of New York. Maybe they don't support these things, but you have to admit requiring that you're vaccinated or a negative test like seems like a good way to control something that is ravaging our health system, mm-hmm. which sort of bringing it back to the point at hand, if you have not already, sign up for receipt of your free COVID tests. They will start shipping um, four tests per residential address, shipping at the end of January. When will you get them? Who knows? (laughs) To be arrived, you know, to be delivered sometime, I would guess, in early to mid-February. And more will be available. Sort of there's a a first crack at this that opened up on January 19th, and there'll be more available. Mm -hmm. The Biden administration has has made comments about ordering a billion tests, for example. And I think really we need to be working together 
to help us get over COVID so that we can be in the after times, right? Like we're never going to go totally back to the before times, but if we're masking, vaxing, distancing, testing, et cetera, then we can hopefully get to a better place than we are in right now. Yeah, at least start to shift towards normalcy at least a little bit. It'll be endemic soon and then it'll just be something that we live with. Unfortunately, that looks like the trajectory of this thing. Um. Yeah. All right. (laughs) On that very depressing note, uh, thank you for listening to Public Health Plus, the show after the show. You can expect these more spicy and opinionated episodes every Monday. If you like the show, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. It really does help us immensely and spread the word about the show. Join us every Thursday for our main episodes. And remember, everything is public health. Everything is public health.